Welcome to the Freedom Founder Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Duggar. Now, I've said this before, but it is indicated that a lot of the world's wealthiest people have developed that wealth through real estate investing. And I have with me a guest who is finding his own path in real estate investing. Jim Lee started in the area of inside sales with LoopNet and CoStar, and he became a realtor and found that his own journey in real estate investing was beginning, and he shifted into multifamily syndication, uh, where he is now currently operating 100% of his time. And he is a partner, a general partner, a limited partner, and over 600 units in the past two years. So welcome, Jim. Thanks for having me, Zach. Absolutely. Thank you for joining me this evening. Now, I wanted to ask you, first thing, one of the things that people say when they're thinking about going into entrepreneurship is that there's this fear, this hindrance that, that they feel. But at the same time, there's this desire, this kind of desire that's there. You know, how do you overcome that fear and follow that desire? What was it for you that led you to ending or to quitting your W-2 job and taking that leap into the next step? I think um, for me personally, um, because of the amount of W-2 jobs I had over the years, I think I had a total of three of them and I was laid off from all three of them. Um, after being laid off the first one, I, I realized that it's not, there's no stability behind it, right? You, anybody can get laid off no matter what, even with the amount of time, effort, energy you put towards building the business. Right. Um, and that's that's when I kind of started to educate myself about real estate investing, the importance of having multiple stream of income. And yep. and then from there, you know, I kind of just, you know, um, decided, you know what, I, I, I got to have some passive income on the side. And that's when I started investing in real estate. And once I got that first passive income, that's when I was pretty hooked and wanted to start my own venture as an entrepreneur. Okay. Absolutely. So that experience of being laid off and realizing that there isn't that stability or security that you're or in exists in paving your own path. That makes sense. Now it doesn't always exist in our own path, but at least we have that control over it, right? Right. <laughs> um, well, okay. So in real estate, you started off as a realtor, and then you did shift over into becoming a syndicator talk about that process of becoming a realtor and what you learned during that time and why you ultimately decided to move into multifamily syndication sure so a lot of them um, to unpack there um so i became a realtor after the uh the jobs i, I refer to my w-2 jobs so yep. um reason why i got into becoming a real estate agent is because i thought i can find my own deals and also made it, make a career out of it uh, what I didn't know is that, you know, I had to get comfortable being uncomfortable because I come from an inside mm -hmm. sales background, um, yeah. you know, working at LoopNet, which is uh, for those that don't know, it's uh, Zillow for commercial real estate. And uh, all I did was just make phone calls, collect credit cards over the phone, didn't have to fit, uh, meet people face to face. Whereas once I transitioned to become a realtor, that was, uh, you know, the biggest challenge I had to overcome. And right. um 
because I, I basically just took what I learned in, in the corporate world and I took that with me to build my real estate career and it didn't work out just by making phone calls <laughs> in my office. So, right. so that was a, that was a big lesson, big transition. And how I got into syndication is just, you know, um, during lockdown, there, there was uh, there wasn't anything that I can do as a realtor. Usually, we host open house to, yeah. you know, get leads, and so I decided to explore other options to make money with real estate, and that's how I came across syndication. Okay, all right. Uh, now, you're you're one of the things that you indicate uh, that I know is that your personal investing journey comes from a mentality of just being a saver, just saving up funds over time. How do you change that mindset and use leverage to your advantage to be able to invest in real estate? Yeah. So um, you brought up a good, uh, good point. Uh, I was born and raised in Taiwan okay. uh, with a savers mentality in Asian culture. We've been taught if you can't pay for something in cash, you can't afford it. <laughs> okay. So in our mind, debt is slavery and cash is freedom, um, which, yeah. you know, this philosophy runs counter to heavy debt um, and uh, consumerism culture in America. And so it was a uh, it was a bit of a mind sh mind sh mindset shift, like you like you mentioned. And yeah. what what it took for me, it was just by taking action and educating myself. Right. So after right. I. After I worked at LoopNet, um, I acquired my first two-bedroom, one-bathroom condo uh, okay. using all-cash offer to purchase a short sale. After acquiring it, that's when I started to educate myself by reading, you know, Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki, one okay. of the biggest yep. finance book out there. And, um, you know, Definitely. in the book, he talks about, you know, borrow, borrow, borrow. Why would you not ever borrow and leverage? And and that's when I educated myself and, 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 and I, I figured, oh man, all my money stuck in this condo that I purchased, mm, you know, sure. and, and yeah. it's no, there's no way for me to pull that cash out. And, you know, and I finally understand how leverage is able to amplify your returns. Not only that, it provides ca uh, tax benefits and so forth. So it just all, it all just takes uh, education. That's what it is. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, leverage, uh, working with, financing from uh, banks or otherwise can definitely create the opportunity to be able to get into investments you would not otherwise be able to. Now, it's good to make a point here that it is important to be mindful of not becoming over leveraged and just being cautious about the investing that people are doing. So um, I, I wanted to make sure that I emphasize that because some people do get nervous about being over leveraged and problems in the, the banking industry and financing world. But at the same time, if you do only do on a cash, go on a cash basis, then like you said, you don't have that ability to continue to grow and expand beyond what your current means allow you to do. Um, and there's just such a unique opportunity when you're basically your mortgage or your financing, your, the lending that's done on that property is being paid by the tenants in that space and you're you're essentially not paying no longer you're not paying down on that debt anymore yourself because other people are so it's a cool opportunity 
Absolutely. You know, and to add on to that, it's just, you know, people just have to realize there's good debt and bad debt. Yeah. You know, good debt is exactly what you just described. Bad debt is credit card bills, right? The, yeah. You know, you know, those interest yeah. rate goes up to 20%. You know, you got to, you have to pay those off first. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just pulling you down. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for emphasizing that as well. Now, you mentioned you're from Taiwan and also that you've traveled extensively throughout the world. Uh, different places in the world, different cultures are different things that you learn from being in those areas. Mm -hmm. On top of that savior, savers mentality and having to go through a mindset shift, uh, what type of lessons have you learned about uh, that you're applying to be being the entrepreneur you are today from the different parts of the world that you've traveled? Um, I would say one of the biggest trait is having respect. Um, when you travel to another country, you have to show respect to the people, the place, the culture. Uh, just because one culture may see different or odd to me, uh, but it's completely normal to them. You know, that's mm -hmm. just something that I have to keep in mind. That's what traveling has taught me. Okay. Um, you know, and and how this relates to being an entrepreneur is that you you, you have to be respectful respectful as an entrepreneur right respect your client yeah. your business um and there's a lot of respect that comes along with being a business owner you have to be respected as well so um mm -hmm. respect your client no matter how much they disagree with you yeah. <laughs> if they don't uh believe what you're saying you have to you know respectfully accept that so yeah yep definitely i think mm -hmm. that's important as an entrepreneur you want to show the respect that you would like to receive from others. I think that's a, a key factor. And then mm -hmm. being in different places throughout the country, throughout the world, um, there are different differences in how um, those cultures operate. And so learning to respect that, I think key lesson learned, that's awesome. Yeah, if I if I may add one more. Yeah. Um, humility, The you know, just the sense of being humble. I think yeah. we're blessed uh, with a lot here as a business mm -hmm. owner. We always have to be learning and growing um, by staying humble. Um, I, I, I'm more likely to consider others beliefs and opinions mm -hmm. right? and vice versa. If I was close minded, close to my own thinking and belief, uh, I wouldn't be doing I would I would be doing myself a disfavor because I won't learn as much. Um, so, you know, that's just. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I think mm -hmm. humility. And being humble in regards to just how you operate in life can keep certain doors open that otherwise may be closed because some people are not going to work with somebody who is not humble and braggadocious about things in their life. So that's yeah. a very, very cool characteristic that you carry and portray. Yeah. Now, you're today, you're doing the multifamily syndication full time. Uh, the name of your company is... Formosa Investing, is that correct? That is correct. Okay, tell me about that name. Where does that come from? So Formosa Investing, um, Formosa, the word Formosa, mm -hmm. it, back in 1500, when Taiwan was even discovered, uh, the, the island called Taiwan, uh, the Portuguese named it, when they discovered it, they named it Formosa, which means the beautiful yeah. island. And so ever since then, you know, Taiwanese took that as something they're proud <laughs> prideful of and so yeah. uh, uh as soon as uh taiwan uh taiwanese sees my uh logo or my my name they automatically um know that i'm taiwanese so it's okay it's, yeah so that's my brand that's my niche taiwanese yeah, yeah okay cool mm -hmm. 
cool. So I can kind of make that connection, that immediate connection. Mm-hmm. And, um, and also something, something to be proud of as well. So yeah. that's awesome. Okay, great. And then in regards to that, so now you've uh, been a part of um, 600 units. Are you currently working on any new projects? I imagine that you're always working on new projects as you are part of the multifamily syndication world. Yeah, um, currently I am working on um, finish, finishing up, uh, syndicating my second deal. Okay. Okay. And, um, yeah, awesome. and it's in it's in Jacksonville, Florida, and um, 382 units awesome. apartment building. So that's great. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right, and then so are you focused on specific markets yourself in regards to real estate investing? Um, when it comes to syndication, right now I'm heavily focused on uh, Florida. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Can anyone throughout the country or even throughout the world? work with you as an investor yes oh okay cool. yeah it, ju- it just depends on um what type of raise that we're doing so there's yeah. something called the 506b and 506c mm-hmm. and what, what that entails is that 506b you uh you basically cannot advertise um okay. you can't put it on social media and so forth yep. and 506c you can Um, But when you can advertise, you you can only accept accredited investors and accredited investors are people who made a million, uh, who has a net worth of a million dollars or who's made $200,000 two consecutive consecutive years in the past two years. Okay. All right. So Mm -hmm. that's, that creates some good opportunities then for, for people who either have, have that relationship with you, have known you for a while um, and that 506B. And then, or those individuals that are kind of, you've been able to advertise in some circumstances and can get to know you and get to see that opportunity that you have available. So Mm -hmm. um, international investing as well. So, I mean, the individuals who live in um, a country outside of the United States, is that um, an option? I've always wondered about that. Yes, it is. I have some international investors uh, investing right now. Um, my my uncle's been part of some uh, part of my deal. Okay. Oh, cool. All mm-hmm. right. That's that's really cool because it does expand the um, area that you're able to serve, the people that you're able to work with. I, I view this as a service business, really. I mean, yes, it's creating income over time for yourself, but you are providing an alternative investment that people who are normally only used to being in the stock market, which of course we've seen have its downs, especially over the last year, um, those individuals are are now able to see the opportunity to invest in other ways if they're if they're eligible, of course, for the particular raise that you're doing. That that is a really cool opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. And also a service, you know, like I said, I think that, that people are then served by you as you're overseeing the, um, the asset and, 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 and growing that, um, capital that they've put with you and entrusted with you. It's a, it's a trust. Okay. Now, if our listeners are interested in learning more about, uh, Formosa investing about, um, you and about what you're doing, what is the best way for them to reach out to you? Uh, they can check out my website, formosainvesting.com. 
on there, they can also download a free ebook. It's about 20 pages long, very short. Um, it talks about basically just, you know, my personal, uh, journey as a real estate investor all the mistakes mm-hmm. i've made and okay. how overcoming these obstacles uh you know provided this uh this route for me to become a syndicator oh excellent i, I think that's always great to read mistakes made by someone so that you hopefully aren't making them yourself <laughs> that's right. great right uh, exactly that's what i did most of my uh career uh in my first couple of jobs (laughs) right right that's part of the learning process but now you can help share that information with others Mm -hmm. now i have a question that i want to make sure that i ask because it's a guest question on all of my episodes if you were to be handed one million dollars today with no strings attached what would you do with that as far as investing into yourself or your business yeah, I would uh, invest um, all of that money into mm-hmm. multiple syndication deals. Probably split that mm-hmm. into ten different deals because okay. uh, each but each syndication would usually require anywhere between fifty to a hundred thousand dollars minimum. Yeah, okay. and so if you know with the network that I've built. I think um, deal is not deal, having the deal flow is not an issue mm-hmm. right now. It's um, raising capital is the hardest okay. part, so that's what I would do. Mm-hmm. Um, but besides that, uh, also investing myself, you know, I'll continue to educate myself, you know, buy a lot of books to read, and also join mastermind groups. Get you know, surround myself with like-minded yeah. people, and so yes. that's what I would do. Yes, yes, that is a key we didn't really hit on, but mentorship and surrounding yourself with like-minded people i think mm-hmm. that is always important in, in life and any successful journey that you're on so i've heard it said more than once that if you look at the the five people it's like your network is your net worth so the people that are surround you are those that you're going to be similar to or like or at you know kind of set that bar in some sense so that's great right okay so again now formosainvesting.com and your email address once again uh jim.lee l-e-e at formosainvesting.com okay perfect so i would encourage people to get on check out jim's uh, website check out that free gift you know you're going to learn some mistakes made by someone who's been there and done it already that way you can avoid it but if you want to work with somebody who's also a seasoned professional and working to continue to develop that skill set and just learn from somebody, reach out to Jim. Reach out to him and find out a little bit more about what they're doing and some of their goals for the future. So Jim, I want to thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Zach, for having me. And also the best, may the best uh, happen to you as you continue on this journey. I'm excited to hear how things progress. Thanks.